Hi, and welcome to At the Coffee Table podcast. I'm Jason Klink, your host. This is the At the Coffee Table podcast, where we pull up a chair to our virtual coffee table and discuss everything and anything. This week, today, I am sitting down with my partner in crime and my good friend, Nicole McDonald from EXP Realty. And we are going to discuss um, the challenges of going from being or running a family and managing your family and being a stay-at-home mom and getting into business and everything that goes into all that uh, with this conversation. So, Nicole, thank you for joining me. I appreciate you being here this morning. Thanks, Jason. So, Nicole, why don't you give the listeners kind of your background, your journey from um, being a single mom and, and working and getting married and growing your family and then getting into business and how that's all transpired for you? Um, okay. So back in 2007, um, I had my daughter as a really young mom. I was 19. Um, so that was kind of the beginning of this journey of what to do with my life. It really didn't start off in the direction that I had thought it was going to be going. So, you know, I was a young mom, became a single mom by the time she was one. And um, I really kind of just piecemealed together jobs to do to make sure that I could make a living and provide for her. Um, and that really started my sales journey, to, to say the least, because I became a corporate trainer at Delta Sonic. Um, and I did that for about a year and a half. I was the corporate trainer for the Syracuse area. Um, so that's kind of how I got my taste in sales. Um, from that point, I went and did some property management. Um, and that also rolled over into my EMT years. And through my EMT years, um, I met my husband. And we got married in 2012. So just about eight years now. Um, and that's kind of when I started thinking about the whole stay-at-home mom thing. I would rather be home with my child and raising my child than, you know, paying for somebody else to be doing that and how rewarding it was to me um, to see the growth in my child and being able to teach her things and do different things with her that I really wasn't able to do in her younger years. Um, and when my daughter was seven and a half, I had my second daughter. Um, and that was really when I started staying home pretty much full time. Um, I still worked a couple shifts here and there as an EMT um, during the evenings. My husband wasn't working. He's a police officer. So his schedule was a little bit erratic, um, to say the least. Mm. And he worked evenings, overnights for the majority of our marriage up to this point. Um, and that's kind of where my whole journey started as far as staying at home, um, being a stay at home mom. Um, that developed into um, a homeschool mom, which I never thought in a million years that I would be. Mm -hmm. um, there's a lot of different reasons behind that, um, which we probably could make a whole nother podcast on. And um, 
I ended up getting pregnant for my twins. They were not planned for by any means. We had just bought a house and literally about a week later found out we were pregnant for twins. So my flipper, fixer-upper, Joanna Gaines, Gaines uh, farmhouse dreams turned into twins and now, you know, slow projects here and there. Um, and it's turned into a full-blown homeschool babysitting and now a new adventure into real estate um, ordeal for me. So it's pretty exciting. It's obviously overwhelming at times, um, but I know I think we'll get more into that shortly. So, you know, you and I have known each other for quite a while. We've been friends for the best, better part of 10 years. And, you know, I say partner in crime because we've, kind of teamed up on a, a couple of different business ventures um, and supported each other that way. So I've seen you kind of evolve here from, from your days and, and we both come from public safety and you working EMS and, and me working fire EMS and, and 911. And, you know, I think we're both kind of cut from the same cloth, meaning, you know, we, we were looking for something other than doing shift work and public safety. And, you know, you, you had that pause as, you know, you got remarried and, you know, had your babies and then you were managing your family and, you know, taking care of, and then going down the homeschool route, which right now seems almost genius in a way because everybody's doing the homeschool thing now. Right. Um, and, and virtual learning and keeping the kids on track and, what would your biggest piece of advice be to the moms and dads that are completely frustrated <laughs> by the homeschool aspect because they're they're trying to work their own jobs and maybe working from home and keeping their um, kids on track and, and, and doing their learning? So, I mean, here I'll put my plug in for homeschool versus public schools. You know, homeschool, true homeschool when public school is not involved is a lot easier to manage than this public school. I mean, I have my oldest daughter's in public school based on agreement between um, my ex and I, and that's fine. You know, she does well, she thrives. She's an honor student and I'm so proud of everything she's doing. And I'm not against public school, but it is so much easier to homeschool your child, truly homeschool your child, because you make that schedule. Whereas like, if my daughter, who's at you know a kindergarten age if she doesn't feel like doing it in the morning she's not having a good day you know we can move that to the evening and I think you know it takes a lot of I give all these parents that are juggling the homeschool and their jobs because these teachers are putting such pressure on time limits with things when it's like okay well why does it have to be due at noon why can't it be due in the evening you know like what if our kids aren't doing what's best for them right now? Like right. it's sunny out, it's 70. My kids are outside playing. They're not doing schoolwork right now. So I think it's so much harder to follow the public school curriculum right now at home for parents. And it's tough. I mean, my oldest is obviously self-sufficient and mm -hmm. she can do it on her own. I don't have to sit down and do that. And I think, you know, maybe suggest, I would suggest emailing a teacher, you know, Susie Q is not having a good day. Do you mind if we turn this assignment in later? Right. Because, you know, have grace for yourself 
and have the confidence in your skills as a parent that, okay, I can get this done by the end of the day, but today's right at this moment is not the right time. So I would just suggest reaching out to those teachers because you know what? They're frustrated too. Their kids are not turning in all these assignments. They're getting assignments half done because the kids are struggling. Right. You know, think outside the box, just reach out, talk to the teachers. Mm -hmm. They know your student. They were with them for, you know, the good portion of the first half of the year. And, you know, give yourself, give your child, give your teacher grace. Yeah. You know, there's really no solve all in this problem. And who knows if this is how schools can start back up. But, you know, you got to work with your teacher as a teammate, not, you know, like a dictator. Because right. for the most part, any teachers that I've encountered throughout the years have been more than willing to be flexible on anything, as long as I'm willing to reach out and, you know, explain to them, I have a meeting at this time. You know, I have my daughter's not going to get that done because she's busy doing something else right now. And it's new for everybody. So don't right. be afraid. Reach out to your teachers. Work with your teachers as a teammate. Mm-hmm. And I mean, your wife is a teacher. I'm sure right. she would probably agree with what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. I think that's, you know, from what I hear from, you know, watching my wife work all day long as a teacher, I think, and, you know, her sister's a teacher, and I, I hear their conversations, and I hear my wife's conversations with her colleagues is that I think the biggest frustration with all this is it was such a pivot, but um, you know, they have kids that aren't communicating. They have parents that aren't communicating. And then they'll have situations where now the kids are, are five, six, seven assignments behind. And now all of a sudden the parents are, it's a surprise to them. Well, it shouldn't be because right. it's all right in front of you on the computer. It's all online. It's all on school tool. It's all, you know, um, so yeah. And I, I mean, it, I'll say too, like, it's not, it's not a perfect world out there as far as you know homeschooling goes either there's things that you have to get done the state regulates what you do um you know you have guidelines to follow as well so it's not Mm -hmm. like oh i'm just going to teach my kid whatever i feel like doing i think that's the kind of a misconception but we're on a timeline too just not as strict of a timeline and i think that these kids that are five six seven two weeks behind you know my husband's now an sro so he has to go around checking on these kids like hey why haven't you even logged in? Like, what's going on? Well, these kids are overwhelmed too. Like, this yes. is a first for everybody. Yes. And, you know, like I said, my word is grace. Everybody needs to just have some grace for each other. Their kids, especially mm-hmm. um, themselves and their teachers. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. So change gears a little bit. Um, so you're, you know, we're up to the point where you're managing your family, you're doing homeschool and you're with the kids every day. And, um, and, and I've seen you, you know, you've, you were doing a little bit with essential oils business. Um, you helped me out with my consulting business and then you dove into real estate. Um, and you've, what has drawn you to being a business owner and entrepreneurship? Um, and, and was kind of, what, what was there a certain thing that's a catalyst to, or was it just your little bit of experience doing sales with, you know, like Delta Sonic, or is there multiple factors that go into that? Yeah, so I think, you know, I've always been someone driven to help somebody else out. Mm-hmm. And it's always been a passion for me from the time I was young. I was involved in multiple different volunteer agencies from the time I was 12, 13 years old um, until, you know, I was 18 years old. I volunteered some of my time doing different things with police and fire, EMS, 
And I just love that reward of helping someone, whether it be helping somebody with their homework, helping someone save a little money here and there on a car wash, you know, and I think it's, as far as essential oils go, I never really expected that to blow up into this huge, you know, mm-hmm. business. I did that more for myself and I just find things that I am passionate about that I share with others. I don't have expectations to make huge amounts of money off of them. Um, as right. far as, you know, essential oils go, the consulting was, you know, when you're an entrepreneur, you, you do a lot of work for very little money back. Right. Um, and eventually will that pay off? Sure. Maybe. Um, but you know, there's things that like just fall through. It's just not the right time. It's not the right place. It's just, it doesn't line up. And so I think the passion behind everything I do and no matter what job I've had has always been, can I be helpful? Can I find a reward from what I'm doing? Right. Um, and I think anybody can turn their job into that. It's just about having a positive mindset. You know, did I, foresee myself working at a car wash for the rest of my life no did I make good money doing it I actually did Um, and was it rewarding absolutely I still Mm -hmm. love a clean car but you know people are like ew like what you you worked at a car wash like what (laughs) (laughs) and I know that sounds crazy but I had fun there I enjoyed myself I got a lot of experience I I learned to talk to people like that same with EMS you know I love it I still would do it if Honestly, if it paid more and was, you know, a little bit more flexible as far as time goes and money goes, but would I go back to it someday? Sure. Why not? You know, mm-hmm. it's just today's not the day. Now is not the time. Sure. I still love it. I, we obviously didn't get into EMS for money. Um, and sometimes it's just not feasible to stay there. And that was the point where I, I was at. Do I miss time on at home with my kids? and my husband just to, you know, go work and maybe get a call or two for eight hours. Sure. I'm not going to do that right now at this point in my life. And, you know, I've moved on to real estate. So I think I've always had a passion for home buying and selling. I mean, I was the person that looked up on Zillow and found, you know, like, Oh, look at that house. Look at that house. What we could do this someday, or we could have that someday. Right. And I see my family and friends. Look at This is my first house. And I'm so excited and I wanted to be a part of that. And I, you know, I think that it's a good business for me to fit into the way my life is going and the direction it's going right now. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and it was funny because I was thinking, I just had a conversation just last week about trying to transcend my um, personal journey through public safety and wanting and helping people every day, helping people every day in an emergency situation and transcending that to business and helping people either in real estate or otherwise. Um, and, and continue on, even though it's not an emergency situation, you're still helping people. And that's the end game. And that's the end result is helping people either get into a home or sell a home or, or whatever. Um, what has, what has it been like to manage the family and the home life with getting into business? And what are, what are the biggest challenges for you, um, in doing so? Well, obviously like we talk multiple days a week and um (laughs) it's always chaos i think people look at all these instagram facebook entrepreneurs and they're like oh my gosh look at how perfect it looks look at the neatness behind them look at their backdrop look at that beautiful countertop well guess what they shoved a whole lot of stuff to the other side of the counter 
to get that beautiful shot. Their crap is all over their house in the other room. Right. You know, I think working from home takes a lot of dedication and determination. Uh, and I think a lot of scheduling, time blocking, you know, your go-to phrase. Yeah, we've, uh, we talked about that about a hundred times. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So um, I think, again, it's kind of like my word of the year is grace. Like, okay, there's kids in, in the background and they're going to interrupt and I'm going to put you on pause for a minute. And I have a little bit of grace for myself at this, this point in my life because you know what? for the most part, you're going to encounter someone who's either had kids, has kids, yep. or in the future will have kids. And they're right. going to be like, eventually they'll understand someday, or maybe they won't. And that's right. okay because that's not the person for me. You know, if I want to surround myself with the people that will understand, I'm a mom, I'm a wife, I am a real estate agent, and my life and the real estate life will mesh together. And right. And if that doesn't work for my clients, that's okay. There's another agent out there for you. And that's okay. I don't have to have everybody. I want to surround myself with people who can understand what I'm doing so I can understand what they're doing. And I think it's really important nowadays to see like a lot of companies are doing work from home. And I see post after post every day of how do, how do you stay at home moms do it? How do you balance this? How do you balance that? It's about giving yourself grace, knowing that that very second, something may not get done, but it will get done later in the day. My house is a mess the majority of the time. I babysit, I have my niece every single day, and I have other kiddos um, sporadically throughout my week, and I run this business. And yes, I'm just starting, and I'm not as busy as you know every other agent out there right now, but you find the time. You, instead of going out to play with them after dinner, and mm. you're one-on-one with them, I bring my laptop out and I, you know, hook up and I make sure I'm on the internet and I check for my houses and I do this and I give myself a little bit of time blocks throughout the day, five, 10 minutes. Okay. I'm going to check and see what houses are listed, send out an email here and there. It's snack time. I'm giving myself that five to 10, 15 minutes so I can do this and then I can go back and focus. You really have to figure out what the priorities are number one throughout the day um, I like lists so I make lists mm -hmm. and I meet my biggest expectations for the day I try to do that first thing in the morning and I kind of just go throughout the day and if I don't get to listening to one podcast a day which is towards the bottom of my list I don't um, there's going to be super successful days where you're over the top got every single thing done and there's going to be a lot of days that you don't get everything done and that's just how it goes. It's amazing how with everybody home and, you know, kids in the house and, and all that, that uh, how quickly, you know, we all have our, our to-do list or whatever. And, you know, you sit down at 8.30 or 8 o'clock in the morning and then all of a sudden, next thing you know, it's 2.30 in the afternoon. And you're like, where, where did that time go? Where did my day I, go? I'm only, I'm only two-thirds of the way through this list. And now I got to put this off, you know, put some of this on the plate for tomorrow. Right. And I think, at least with my, our jobs, you know, we're able to do that. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of why I chose, part, part of what I chose when I got into real estate was, is it flexible for me? Yeah. yeah. Do I need to make $3 million in gross sales my first uh, year of being a real estate agent? No. Are you in it for the money? I mean, it's a job. Yeah. You would like a reward from it. 
Um, but that's not what drives you necessarily to get into real estate. I'm sure some people it does, but that's not what drove me to get into real estate. And mine is I can keep my clientele down to a level that is functional for me. Mm-hmm. If it starts to grow, well, we'll handle it at that point. But again, I can keep it to a level that is functional for me. Now, my sister and her husband, they work from home and they have no choice. Like they, they both work for nonprofits. They both have a regimented schedule. Well, they send their daughter to me, obviously, but there's days that they keep her home and they time block and they take turns and they have a schedule they stick to. It's time blocking, time blocking, time blocking. And that's like your biggest drive home. Oh, yeah. And you probably, every conversation we had, make sure you time block, make sure you time block. Because then you just lose control when you don't. You lose control. Right. But you can lose control when you do. And I think that's also people's misconception about people who stay at home like well they obviously get everything done again look at their posts look at their pictures and I try to you know I don't post as much on social media as you would like me to but (laughs) (laughs) um you know I get there and I like to show real life clips about like hey this is what this is what my beautiful garden window looks like this is probably my most recent but like you zoom out there's a mess there there's but I think that's how how many freaking potential clients for you will, will resonate and relate with you right. is the fact that your, your realness, your real life right. um, reflects a lot of what their real life is. So you bring right. them value that way um, because it's not, you're not just some, you know, you don't just do real estate and this is all you, and you can't relate to what a family might be going through, um, you know, in the midst right. of this pandemic, in the midst of being at home, home, schooling your kids and looking for a house to buy or a house, you know, house to sell and then buying a house. So, um, right. I think and like I was just working with some new time, first time home buyers who can't buy at this very moment because they didn't have any credit, but I still touched base with them. And guess what time our meetings were? They were at eight o'clock at night when all of our kids were in bed right. and it was a manageable time for us to concentrate on what exactly they wanted. And they were so thankful for that. And I think that's, that's where my reward comes in is, so what if they can't buy right now? I can still work with them, helping them finding a rental property so they can move here from Florida. Mm-hmm. And guess what? Someday, hopefully that will reward me in the end, but that's not what I'm in it for. Right, right. So where do you see, where's your, where's your vision? Where's your future? Where do you see this road leading for you? Oh, that's like, oh very big loaded question um I think I mean there's so many things up in the air Brent my husband can retire in two years um could we move at that point maybe but that's up to you know that there's some personal life things that go in there like my daughter's um my oldest daughter's father is still here and we may not be able to move in those two years so that puts us out to five years she can graduate in five years and do we see ourselves still wanting to be tied to this area? Do I still see myself as an agent? Do I still see myself, you know, doing this? Do I want to do something like um, investing and flipping and mm-hmm. having rental properties? Well, I think every single one of those questions has gone through my mind a million times a day. Sure. And I, that's just how my mind works. I'm always on overload, as you know. <laughs> um, and I guess I don't really have the answers to those questions. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the solid answers I can say is, will I be homeschooling still? Yes. Um, will 
I be in this area for probably five years? Probably, yes. And will I want to come back here no matter what? Because all of our families here, absolutely. Right. You know, I think, you know, people realize like, okay, well, why should you get a real estate license? Well, guess what? You can take it to other states. You can sure. do other things with it. Yeah. You can come back to it. You, you can always have it and hold it and use it for, you know, different opportunities that are out there. And I think it's just a great experience, um, something different and out of my comfort zone. And I love, I can't wait to see where it goes in the next few years. And we've talked about that. I think we have the similar goal of, you know, financial freedom. You know, we get into doing the business and entrepreneurship to be able to provide for our families and have financial freedom for our families. Um, and Absolutely. I think, yeah, I, I think that's, you know, and it goes to, you know, we don't, I think you and I being cut from the same cloth, we don't focus on the monetary end of things, but I mean, that's one, realistically, that's one of the goals. Um, and, you know, helping people along the way to get to that goal is, is one of the byproducts of that. Right. I think, you know, we're in the medium income range for America today. Yeah. Well, that means a different thing in New York than it means in Tennessee. It means a different thing in, you know, New York than it means out west. It's, and I think financial freedom is um, super important and what that looks like is different for everybody. Yes. So, you know, I think I'm with the majority of America. We have a lot of debt. I want to see that go away so okay. that I can do more traveling with my kids. Um, right. I want to have a little extra so I can pay my bills and still budget a little bit of extra stuff to take my kids camping or mm -hmm. extra, stuff, extra money to take my kids camping. It's fine. Again, financial freedom looks different for everybody. Maybe your goal is putting away for college. Your kids don't have to do that mm -hmm. or buying your kid a car when they're 16. Right. Maybe that's financial freedom, helping your kids get on their feet. Um, or is it paying off your house before, you know, you're 50 I think my goals are very monetary goals compared to a lot of other people. Um, but that's what my personal aspirations are, not necessarily everybody else's. So financial freedom isn't making millions of dollars to me. Mm -hmm. um, and again, we could probably make another podcast on that one. Uh, oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, you know what, this has been super enlightening. I think it's been a great introduction for the podcast listeners to you. Um, I think we should have these future podcasts and discuss these other other topics in depth. Um, uh, we, we've been planning this first one for quite some time, so hopefully it won't take as long to get to the other ones. Um, yeah, yeah, I gave in finally. <laughs> so with that being said, how would, how would folks connect with you either on social or otherwise? Um, I am on Instagram. I, what is it, Mrs. Realty Nicole. I've changed my name recently, so sorry, forget this. Um, I'm on Facebook. Again, I'm not a huge poster yet. Mm -hmm. um, my focus is more on what's going on here in real life. Um, so um, feel free to reach out to me. Send me a personal message if you have any questions about homeschooling or what time blocking looks like for a crazy busy mom with babysitting kids and real estate jobs. Feel free to send me a message any way, shape or form. Awesome. Well, 
thank you for joining me here today. For those of you that are listening, um, we would like a, you know, drop a like, comment, share it with anybody you think might get any value out of it. Subscribe. Um, this kind of helps, you know, spread the um, podcast um, audience far and wide by uh, that, those kind of interactions. Um, but this is the At the Coffee Table podcast where we pull up our chairs um, and discuss everything and anything and hopefully come to some solutions and share some information. So with that being said, everybody have a great day. Thank you.